Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. With Capella University's FlexPath learning format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Oh, hey, it's your podcast stepdad who smells like garlic, but is so happy you made it to this update because it's just such a comfy cozy catch-up with an all-time favorite guest. So trees, trees, trees. If you have not yet listened to the full episode, you just beep, 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 back it up, kiddo. Hit that first. I promise you there's an order. It makes sense. Also, since you made it here, I promised an update on the unnamed tree that I mentioned in the 2018 interview. And does it have a name? It's been two years and it doesn't. No, it does not have one. Nothing is sacred. I'm mad at everything. I'm really pissed on one hand that it is nameless, but also on the other hand, I'm kind of relieved and I feel calm in my heart that it's not named after Pepsi Max or like T-Mobile, like Tree Mobile. Oh God, just please, Earth, swallow me. Okay, so more updates on the life and times and adventures of your favorite dendrologist, including whether or not he calls himself a dendrologist, Casey Clapp. I'm just doing so great. How are you? Good. It's so good to hear your voice. You as well, although I've heard it a hundred thousand times now. My I God. feel like after, uh, after. I mean, I just was listening to Dendrology this morning, so I feel like we just hung out this morning. Well, that sounds great. Well, you get hang out in the morning, hang out at night. I'm drinking a beer right now, so we're all on the same page. Oh, it's so good to have you back. Um are you like aware that your episode on Tetralogy is maybe a fan favorite of all of like 200 episodes I've done? No, I didn't realize it until like recently. And I'm like, that, this is, it's so stunning to me. I'm so happy to be a part of this. Yeah, no, honestly, when people recommend episodes to each other, it's like, oh, you got to oh, start with Dendrology. That tree guy is amazing. People <laughs> love you. Oh, man. Well, I love them too. So, it, you know, it's very mutualistic here. Now, it's winter right now, mm -hmm. almost. We're going into winter. Yes, we're nearly at the solstice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're almost there. Uh, yeah, four days. Now, anything new about trees that you have perhaps learned in the last year and a half? Anything that has recently kind of come into um, your world that you felt like you wanted to share? Any new Ooh. tattoos? Oh my God, I got so many more tattoos. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that because I was like, oh my gosh, I've added to my armoretum is what I call it. <laughs> Armoretum. It's good. Like, that's how many trees. It's become more than just one. It's a collection now. Which but, ones do you have? What'd you get? Let's see. So, I have a bristlecone pine tree tattooed on my chest. Oh. And that takes up like a kind of like almost a quadrant. Um, I got a Douglas fir cone with um, a bunch of little mushrooms that come out. Here's a, this is a fun thing. I learned this. So, there is a fungus and it's, um, 
Strobiformis trulosatus, I believe is the scientific name. It doesn't have a, a common name. And it's a fungus that only colonizes and grows on the cones of the Douglas fir tree. That's Ooh. it. So quite specialized. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I really want to get a fungus, like a mushroom tattoo, but I don't want it to be like one of those kind of like almost kitschy mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Everyone like gets that. And I was like, nah, it's got to be a little bit more original. So I found um, I found this like mushroom when I was just looking through the world and it's on, you can find it if you go out to, you know, the forest, you'll see it right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's adorable. So I took oh. it to my artist and he drew it up and he's like, yeah, what do you think? I was like, it's perfect. Let's do it. So I got these little mushrooms popping out of a little Douglas fir cone. And then I have an enlarged larch cone that mm-hmm. is uh, like right on my op- other the top side of my wrist. And then the Carolina hemlock, Ooh. the uh, subalpine fir. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. I think those are only the new, the new tree-related tattoos. How do you pick, by the way, of all those species? Like the bristlecone pine, for example. Um, yeah. What was it about that tree that inspired you to get a massive chest piece? Oh, which my God. Have you so seen those trees? Bad- Yes. Yeah, that's all you got to do is go look at them and then all inspiration done. So the bristlecone pine is that dense, gnarled, ancient tree that one Don Curry cut down while doing research, only to find that that specimen was the oldest known living thing on planet Earth at the time until he killed it. So, oops. But these Western U.S. conifers, they look kind of like if a lightning bolt was made out of driftwood. It's just gnar in every way. I went down and saw them. It was just absolutely blown away. And I think that they are the most uniquely beautiful trees, you know, because you can see them and they look old and, you know, you, you, they're tiny trees comparatively. Like you could fit an entire one of these trees inside of a medium sized sequoia, but wow. it is, but they're like literally twice as old. So there's just the, I don't know, you can just, I could stare at it the way someone can stare at water or stare at fire, you know, like it just kind of mm-hmm. captivates you. Mm-hmm. So that's the that was the inspiration. I was like, I got to get something like that tattooed, and I really want to take up this massive space that I have. So mm-hmm. what am I going to do? And I gave it to the uh, the artist um, who I work with, and I was like, Hey, man, I just this is kind of my idea. And he drew a couple things up, and he was he had an, his iPad, and he was looking at it while he was tattooing me. And so it wasn't like a drawing that he put on me. He was kind of like, All right, this is kind of the idea. I'm going to make it better as we do it. And he was actively like judging the tree that he was looking at and then putting it on me at the same time. And I was like, this oh. is excellent. I love this. And when something is tattooed into your actual flesh, it really is a portable evergreen. It's a forever green. Oh, on the topic of life and winter, Casey shared some dendrological myths and lore. I did some research on this with uh, one of my friends, and it is actually such an interesting, uh, like Christianization almost of pagan holidays. And basically, the idea is that there were, there's always been sort of pagan holidays over the solstice. And the fun thing that I learned is that, um, and I don't know what exact tradition this is, if it was you know Gauls or Celts or something like that. But the there was a holly king and there was an oak king. The oak king was the king over the summertime. As soon as the winter solstice happens, when the days immediately start getting longer, the Oak King's power would kind of grow and he'd get more and more strength and he'd kind of, the power of the Holly King would kind of wane a little bit or wax. Which one, which ones go away and which ones come? I think Uh waning 
is okay. going away. Waning. Yeah. It's fading. So the, mm-hmm. the Holly King was waning while the uh, Oak King was waxing. And then at the summer solstice, the Oak King's at the height of its power and glory when you have the biggest oak trees and they have all their leaves and they're so um, divine in a lot of different uh, cultures. And mm-hmm. then as soon as the summer solstice and June 21st comes around, then all of a sudden its power starts fading. And then the Holly King starts coming back. And the Holly is obviously evergreen. At least it was um, the one that they're talking about, the English Holly or the sort of common holly over in Europe, that tree then started getting a little with the more power, the more power. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have that sort of power dynamic that comes and goes. And on the solstice, they would bring in these evergreen things as a celebration of everlasting life and that kind of thing. There's a branch. Mm. So I just thought that was the most fascinating thing where everyone, like, it was just this, you know, you were connected to the land, you were celebrating, you know, the turning of the days, getting longer, getting shorter. And then all of a sudden, you know, they took it and as religions and cultures changed, they kind of took that same idea and transformed it to a new tradition. As we look at it now, obviously the tradition's very much different than it was 3,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, what about Arbor Day? Do you celebrate? I love Arbor Day. One of my professors, when I was at uh, the University of Massachusetts, he would always, um, he had a really thick Boston accent and he was always like, I can't even do the accent. I was going to try and then I panicked and I stopped. (laughs) Maybe that'll come out some other time. (laughs) He would always say, all right, it's the most uh, holy day of the year. Arbor Day, go outside, go plant a tree. Oh, and he's just he I thought that was the funniest thing because I had no idea what he was talking about. And he's like, hey, the most holy day of the year is coming up. I'm like, what? It's it's like it's April. What are you talking about? And like Arbor Day. Arbor Day. Go to the Arbor park. Day. Yeah. Go to the park. Plant a tree. All right, guy. He was, oh my he, God. Was, he was just a, he was a, kicking the pants, that guy. Now, what about since we talked last, you mm-hmm. demurred when I called you a dendrologist, <laughs> um, saying that you were more of an arborist. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you feel like you are still more of an arborist than a dendrologist? Has your any thoughts Ooh. changed? Hmm. I'm going to say a little bit. Yes. And I think, honestly, I have to admit where once you said it and, you know, you, like someone starts calling you something, it's like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, I guess, I guess I am. I never, I guess I never gave myself that title, but if everyone else will, I guess I'm just going to live into it. I'm going to, I'm going to take it. Oh, good. That makes me so, so happy. Um, well, thank you. What about, what are you looking forward to in 2021? <sighs> In 2021, actually, I have a very specific thing that I'm looking forward to, and it's kind of a thing that I have to drop right now, I guess, mm. is that I am officially actually trying to make a podcast. What? And we, we're making a podcast, my friend Alex Croson and I. It's going to come out on the 7th of January, so oh right as 2021 starts. Oh my gosh, what's it called? It's called Completely Arbitrary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy yes. you laughed at that. Yes. Of course. Oh my God, okay, what's it about? What's the first episode about? Okay, so the first episode is actually about the Douglas fir, I believe is what the first one is going to be. We have a couple that we have lined up, and so mm-hmm. we just decided that we are going to make it about the Douglas fir. And the whole scheme, when I pitched this to to my friend Alex, I was like, Alex, okay, so well, you, you don't know much about trees. And he's like, yeah, I know, you know a lot about trees. I'm like, oh, you know, okay, I do. But so what if, what if between you and I, we just got, get together and we just kind of talk about trees and then we give them a rating. We, we review trees as if they were, you know, a, a material item that someone could be like, oh, oh, tell me about, like, what, I'm going to scroll down on the Amazon list of trees and then see all the different um, consumer reviews of it. That is basically what we're going to do. We're going to introduce a tree. I'm going to talk about it and say, all right, so here's the facts, just the facts, blah, 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 blah. Then he's going to look at me and be like, um, I, uh, the tree's green. 
It's got leaves. And that's about all I know. Oh, okay. Y'all heard it here first. Completely arbitrary. Get it? Okay, so it officially launches on January 7th, but I strongly begged Casey to put up an episode zero trailer so you can find it now and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. This is breaking news, people. I am the TMZ of Tree Gossip. But he is a just a delight to talk to. We've been friends for just years, probably decades by, by this oh. point. And at the end of it, we're going to give her a rating um, out of, uh, I think, what, what did we decide? Ten Golden Cones of Honor. Okay. <laughs> it came out just randomly when we were sitting there. And then afterwards, we're going to take a question that someone gives us and we're going to answer it. So if someone's like, hey, uh, what is a ectomycorrhizal fungi? Then we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So that's the plan. Amazing. And it's going to be like 30 minutes. You know, you're on your bike, you're riding, uh, you're riding to work, you're on the bus, you're driving. Mm-hmm. Put on 30 minutes, listen to Casey and Alex talk about trees, laugh a little bit, cry a little bit, you know, Amazing. mostly because I probably am going to rate some trees that people really like pretty, pretty severely. I was going to say there's got to be trees on your shit list. <laughs> I don't know if you recall me talking about apple trees. Oh, yes, I remember. <laughs> yeah, there, there are some shitless trees and they're, they're going to come out. We don't know when, you know, we got to pepper them in there, <sighs> you know, every now and then. And keep, we want to keep the vibe high. So everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a nice positive podcast. Right. But then every now and then it's probably going to be like, oh, we're going we're gonna to be talking about the, the Myrobian plum. And oh, like, oh, my shit. God. Don't even get me started. Oh, my God. You're going to spill the tree on it. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be pretty rough. Oh, I'm so excited. That comes out January on the 7th, 7th. January 7th. So that's completely arbitrary or totally arbitrary? Yeah. Oh, it is is completely arbitrary. Trust me. But it's also called completely arbitrary. I'm so excited. But specifically, because we're we're doing this over the radio, Mm -hmm. it's A-R-B-O-R-Trary. I had a feeling. Uh I had a feeling. Yeah. Oh As we were gosh. discussing, I was like, you know what, Alex, I don't think we should make a pun name. And then why do we make it a punny name? Of so, course. You, know. you have to. You have is to. The, um, is the podcast art just going to be a bunch of your tattoos? <laughs> you know, it might as well be, but I think it's going to be a cone. We're just getting that figured out and and solidifying that. We just got some of the artwork put in today. So oh we God. don't, yeah, so we got, I think it's going to be a cone and then kind of a, a thing on top that says completely arbitrary, kind oh, of arced over it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Really quick break to hear about sponsors of the show and they make it possible for us to make a donation in Casey's name. This week it goes to ecotrust.org, which is a Portland, Oregon based nonprofit working with indigenous nations and private and public landowners to transition to climate smart management. And Ecotrust is firm in their beliefs that forests hold the greatest potential to mitigate the effects of global warming. So you will hear about sponsors of the show that made that possible now. Ologies with Allie Ward is sponsored by Squarespace, and Squarespace has been part of my daily life for the last seven and a half years. Ologies might not exist without Squarespace. I had to make a website for this, and I was so intimidated. It took me over a year, and then one night I was like, you know what? I've heard about Squarespace. I'm going to try it, and now look at us. If you don't think you need a website, guess what? You probably do, especially if you're an academic. Have some place where all your papers are. People can contact you. Anyway, they have so many tools for entrepreneurs. They have Fluid Engine, which is this kind of next generation website design system. It's from Squarespace. It's drag and drop technology. You can use it on desktop or mobile. They also have an asset library so you can manage all of your files from this central hub and then you can use them across the whole platform. They have professional website templates. They have designs for every category, every use case, no matter what you need a website for. Get a website, start your business. 
look, it worked for me. Ding. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And then when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash ologies to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. You can do it. You can do it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So is my brain. Here's a thought experiment. Think of all the time that you spend just scrolling on things or not doing the things you want to do. I know, time is the most valuable thing that you have. Oh boy, let me tell you I had to learn this over time. You know what helped? Therapy. Therapy can help you figure out what matters most to you and how to prioritize it so that you like your life more. And where I learned that was better help. Because yes, I have been a client. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, I know how hard it is to get started. BetterHelp makes it very easy. It's entirely online. It's convenient. It's flexible. You take a quick questionnaire. They match you with a therapist. Instead of just Googling and trying to find someone with an opening, BetterHelp makes it very accessible. And I like that. It's also more affordable than traditional therapy. And you can chat. You can text. You can do video calls. You can do phone calls. For some reason, you are not vibing with your therapist. You can switch at any time. No extra cost. No drama. So let me tell you. Time is precious. Figure out where you want to spend yours. And you can learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash ologies today to get 10% off your first month. So that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ologies. It's about time. Okay, here's how I like my clothes. I like them classic. I like them well-made. I like them comfortable. And I like them ethical, which is why I flipped when I first heard about Quince. So Quince partners directly with these top factories. So they cut out the cost of the middleman and then they pass the savings on to, obviously, you. They have these 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters that start at 50 bucks. They have organic cotton sweaters. They have washable silk tops. They even have 14 karat jewelry in case you are looking for a present maybe for yourself. So Quince items are priced like 50 to 80% less than similar brands. But Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices. And I like that their styles are well-made, well-cut, but also classic. I did not own a cashmere sweater before Quince. That was the kind of thing that I would splurge for for other people, but not myself. But I was like, you know what, Quince? I think I shall. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash ologies for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ologies to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash ologies. You look amazing. How you doing on that D, that vitamin D? Could be better. I feel you. Some of us are coming out of a winter. I don't know how much outside time you get. I don't know how your vitamin D is dietarily, but I know a lot of people, including myself, especially women over 18, 97% of us not getting enough vitamin D from our diet. Rituals like, how about I help you? They're a clinically backed multivitamin. So skeptics, here's a multivitamin that's like, yeah, we use science to formulate this. I think you're going to like it. Ritual multivitamins are vegan. They're gluten and major allergen free. I also like that Ritual is a female founded B Corp. So they're doing good for the health of people and the planet. Ritual multivitamins are also gentle on an empty stomach. I like that when I open mine, they have kind of a minty essence. I've got Ritual vitamins in my belly right now, to be honest. I take them every day. They have kind of a lava lamp look with oil and beads inside. I also have their melatonin caps at night when I need to go bye-bye, Zs. So no more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. And get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash ologies. So start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. So that's ritual.com slash ologies for 20% off. Okay, now, if you are looking to cultivate your own armoretum, who is a good gardener for that? Also, do you want to shout out your um, tattoo artist? Oh, yeah. His name's Sean Hebrink with a blood root tattoo here in Portland. 
Cool. He is such a delight. Just one of the nicest people I've ever met. I'm just an incredible artist. Does he like trees more since working on you? I, you know, I wouldn't say more, but you know what I really dig and why I've, I've kept going back to him now, like several times, is that each time um, I give him a, a you know, a, a thing, like say, hey, I want this. And then I'm very specific. I'm like, no, no, this is not a, this is a, a fir cone, or this is a this kind of cone, or this is a that kind of cone, mm-hmm. rather than a pine cone. That's, that's a, maybe that's a myth I should, I should break. <laughs> Is that everyone will always say, "Oh, that looks oh, I love that Doug fir pine cone." And it's like, no, that's a, that's a Doug fir cone, because it's not a pine, you know. <laughs> you see, and mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where you know you learn, and then you like for thirty seconds start calling people out. Then you realize that you're trying to like you know stop a tide, and you're like, oh, just let it go. It's not that important. And so whenever I give things to him, and I'm like, hey. Um, Sean, I have this very specific thing with this very specific purpose with these very specific like biological or, you know, whatever meanings. And he picks up on it and like finds it to a T and then knows it. So like I told him about this fungus and then he looked it up himself. So he was making sure that he was drawing it right. Then when he posted it on his social media, he like called out the fungus by the scientific name and all these things was like, you're the best. So he, he takes it, you know, I guess personally. And then mm-hmm. really gives a, a good a good piece of art because he he knows exactly that I'm not looking for just like oh I want a pine cone he's like no I'm getting a uh, Carolina hemlock cone it looks exactly like this don't just randomly look up hemlock cone or find some other random yeah. stuff but you yeah. know you know when something is on someone's body until they die that's a lot of responsibility right you don't want yeah. to be like the no regrets tattoo of <laughs> yeah, trees yeah, you know exactly yeah no i i agree and i i had to i have to like think about that whenever i see other uh, everyone else's tattoos mm-hmm. and i judge them like not not judging like is that good or bad but i'm like okay i i know that that's a, a ponderosa pine but that's a hip those are not pine needles. What are those? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've seen tattoos like, uh, okay, let me give you an example. Things that are in the lily family, Liliaceae, mm-hmm. they are defined more or less, I'm going to say more, by having things in parts of three. So every lily that you've ever seen or anything in the lily family will have three petals, three sepals, or six or nine or 12. It's always in multiples of three. These things come in three. Mm -hmm. And so I saw this, and this was like some random book years and years ago, where it was clearly a lily, like one of those big lily flowers that you can get from, you know, half the stores when they're in bloom. And Mm -hmm. it only had five petals. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, someone didn't do their research. (laughs) And it's so, when the more permanent it is, honestly, the worse. Exactly. Well, my first tattoo, I don't know if I told you this, it's a backwards music note. Oh, man. Buckle up because you're about to love this guy even more. Did I tell you this? No, no. Oh, my God. So my very first tattoo, I think I was a freshman in college. And I was like, I want to go get a tattoo. It's going to be great. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. And then <laughs> I went I went to get it. And I was like, all right, I just want this music. And I think it's a, I think it's a quarter note. It's a music note. One that comes up and then goes over and then goes back down. Mm-hmm. So I, I put it on and I was looking in the mirror and I was like, oh, man, no, it's backwards. So, you know, we got to flip that around. And the tattoo artist was like, all right, yeah, cool. Let's flip it around. So we flipped it around. We tattooed on me. I was super stoked. And I went over and I was showing my friends and all my friends were like, oh, yeah, you, you, oh, you got a tattoo, Casey. Wow. That's great. And then a week later, they, they couldn't bring themselves to tell me. And we were all like, you know, sitting around, hanging out at one of my friend's apartments. And they're like, Casey, your tattoo's backwards. And like all at once just kind of shouted it out. And I was like, what? And then for the first time, I actually, instead of looking in the mirror, I looked down at my own chest and I was like, oh my God, it is backwards. And that's been a thing. My friend, uh, another friend was like, you know what? Just get all your tattoos backwards now. Who cares? Oh no. 
And I did so you ever my very correct it or no, no. no? I think if I had to correct it, it would it would get like three times as big because I'd yeah. have to get like the lines for the bar would have to be like big enough to cover the rest of the tattoo. So no, Aww. I just have a backwards music note tattooed on me. <laughs> Oh, no. It's a lesson just to leave well enough alone. <laughs> exactly. But let me tell you, every time I look at it in the mirror, I'm like, that's a perfect music note. <laughs> You're like, I got a shitload of backwards cones, but that note is Exactly. That point. note is perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly, it's exactly it. You know, it's a oh personal tattoo. That's what I realized. <laughs> well, the last question I wanted to ask for this uh, refresh is mm-hmm. what ology would you really want to hear about? It would be something like I am so fascinated with the like how cities are designed and like what makes them work, what doesn't make them work. And obviously I work in a city, so I'm constantly like bombarded with this. Mm-hmm. But you have like the engineers who are trying to figure out how to make stormwater flow perfectly off the side of this curb down into this thing. And then there's other people who have to deal with like, all right, well, how where are the streetlights going to go? And then they do all these individual things. Mm-hmm. But the just the, the larger planning where everyone's like, okay, we're going to make this city really cool and here's how and here's why. Mm-hmm. That is something I find fascinating. Oh, that's a great one. That's an yeah. awesome one. I just recorded one with an urban rodentologist, and we talked oh about sewer God. rats under Manhattan. <laughs> that is terrifying. I heard a story where a guy fell into a uh, like a vault under a Manhattan sidewalk, uh-huh. and there were rats. Like it was filled with rats, and I was like, "That is a literal nightmare." Oh my oh. God! I hope that guy's okay. He did couldn't he survive? even. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, but the, he couldn't scream. He was down there for like forty-five minutes with rats all around him oh. until they could pull him out because he was like eight feet down and he couldn't scream because a rat would run in his mouth. And it's like, oh my god, I'm shaking right now. You know, I will say that I did an episode with someone who um, studies like just gratitude and depression and, mm-hmm. and what to do to get yourself kind of out of a funk and smelling trees oh and like god. phytochemicals in general for like 20 minutes a day was said to make people a lot happier and it that might be what? the secret of your success sir like yeah, this might be why you're just like the coolest jolliest person <laughs> is because you're just in trees all the time man i hope that that's the case you know what is funny about that there's a, a famous arborist or like researcher and his slogan was um touch trees alex shy goes his name and so all of his books like you open it up on the very front they say touch trees because he's just like go out and touch trees like people don't do that anymore so maybe that should be my slogan from now on it's just mm-hmm. smell trees it's gonna make <laughs> go so much happier. <laughs> that's great i checked today you have nine thousand instagram followers i just hit nine thousand just like yeah. three days ago yeah what did i yeah. tell you dude i was like you i texted you the day before it went up and i was like casey you get that instagram up and you're like i'm in the middle of the forest i was like you I, get cell service you put that up because Trust me, people are going to want to learn about trees with you. You know, book agents, lit agents, how do they get in touch with you? I guess they DM you on your Instagram. You've become my social media manager just by (laughs) almost like slapping me in the head and being like, Casey, just go do this. Come on, Casey. Jeez, get it done. So ask charming and knowledgeable people gnarly questions because it'll change the way that you look at those limbs out the window. And plus, we're all going to die one day. So you might as well just appreciate things more and ask about them. And you can follow Casey on Instagram at clap4trees as well as his podcast. Both of those are going to be linked in the show notes. His podcast, again, is completely arbitrary. You can already subscribe to the trailer and get the first episode when it drops on January 7th. I think that we should all wear 
brown pants and a green sweater on January 7th and celebrate. Who's with me? No one? I'm doing it anyway. Okay, so we are at Ologies on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Allie Ward with one L on both. And you can be a patron at patreon.com slash ologies. We have so many good episodes coming up. You can submit questions for uh, Ologies merch, including masks, which... I know you're already wearing, is available at ologiesmerch.com. And thank you, Shannon Feltis and Bonnie Dutch of the comedy podcast, You Are That, for managing the merch. Thank you, Aaron Talbert and Emily White, Caleb Patton, Noelle Dilworth, who all make the show possible with their very hard work, as well as assistant editor and full-time hottie, Jarrett Sleeper, and Treven Ray Morris, a.k.a. Steven, who hosts the Percast and See Jurassic Right. Uh, Nick Thorburn wrote the theme music. And if you stick around to the end of the episode, you know, I tell you a secret. And this one is that sometimes when walnuts go bad, they taste kind of like if you ate paint. But I kind of like them that way because it reminds me of moving into a new place and having like fresh adventures and getting to put your stuff in cabinets and stuff. Anyway, I think this means that the walnuts are rancid, but I haven't died yet. So it's going fine. All right. See you back next week. We'll have full brand new episodes all for 2021. Meanwhile, I'm just going to be on the couch eating Stroop waffles and bawling to the new Pixar film. Also, COVID is still very much a thing. So let's all stay in for New Year, shall we? Yeah? Okay, great. Touch some trees, huff some bark. Bye-bye. Pachydermatology, homeology, cryptozoology, lithology, nanotechnology, meteorology, Please clap. For trees. Hey, look at you. Florist by day, student by night. Student by day, nurse by night. Since 1998, Penn State World Campus has led the charge in online education, offering access to more than 175 in-demand programs taught by our expert faculty. We offer flexible schedules, scholarships, and tuition plans to help you reach your educational goals online. Penn State World Campus delivers on your time. Click the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. That's worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC.